funny is uh, it's I actually started it right at eight, but there's a little uh, a little thingy do a little toggle that I'm like, boy, how come how come no one's it's nothing streaming? I don't I don't see anybody there. You see on this thing right here, these little uh, toggly togglies. If I uh, if they're not enabled like they are right now, it does the message doesn't go anywhere. It just kind of uh, you probably can't even see it. The it just kind of like uh, fades away, so that's embarrassing. But anyway, hello to you. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. A busy, busy day. My God. Uh, I am getting probably some of the most amazing sleep uh, in the last couple of days. Uh, I, I'm shedding stress. Well, Monday was bad, but I, I'm getting back after it with my exercise. More on that in a second. But I think one of the big keys, God, it uh, the weighted blanket is such a game changer for life. And I'm discovering something. So I don't know the weight of the blankets, but when you actually like ball them up and carry them up the steps, like we, we keep them in like a, uh, a tote during the, uh, warm months. And then we unpack the winter blankets or the, uh, weighted blankets for the winter time. Now, I don't even know how long weighted blankets have been a thing. But my God, whoever came up with this is an absolute multi, multi millionaire, maybe even a billionaire. And I am, I am learning that the heavier they are, the happier I am and the better I sleep. There is nothing better than laying there feeling like uh, a snug as a bug in a rug. And so I got the one on me and then I said, you know what? I, we got another one. I'm going to put that on me too. Uh, on a, and uh, Diana doesn't even like all that way, but I like it. So I think I'm looking at like 50 pounds on me and I don't think I should stop there. Um, I'm starting to think that I am uh, unpacking a, uh, Another new fetish, a new discovery of mine, because as you know, at 52 years old, I recently came out and talked about how much I'm into feet, but I think I'm into like, if there could be, uh, I mean, that, that's a thing because I know about massive mocha. I remember that, uh, like, like fat people laying on people that aren't like fat, like me, I think I might be into that. So this might be an opportunity to like, um, uh, you know, maybe bang on the door of the women of the group formerly known as Zaniacs to see if they want to get a little side work in. That might be an opportunity for them to make a little scratch to show up. And then we'll put like uh, a plastic on top of me so that I don't actually have to touch these people. And then they can just lay on me and, uh, you know, 300 people, 300 pounds of pressure on me, what might actually be fantastic. So I'm just really, really happy 
about how the sleeping is going. It is fantastic. Yes. Runner Girl 001 says, I'm training for a marathon. You want to see gross feet? That There's no such thing as gross feet. All feet look good. All right. So that's where we are. Thank you so much, folks, for being part of the Eric St. Show podcast. Uh, all right. Ben and Eric tonight. 7 p.m. we get started. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Now, at about 6.20, you won't be part of this. Ben and I will be recording another edition of Who Are These Zanes? And then that will be published on Saturday. So glad that you are here. Uh, All right. I want to go around the radio dial. First things first. Just heard Greg's chuckle. All right. Now, uh, let me me say this. If you are listening, like, to the uh, VOD, Video On Demand on Twitch, this part might get muted out because, you know, music from the radio is like uh, copywritten shit. And uh, I think that it might it might actually uh, uh, mute. It, it might even mute now. I don't know. But anyway, I want to hear what's going on around the radio. Another trip around the radio on the Eric St. Show podcast. On the board between the future and the past. One fading slowly and the other... Sounds kind of cool. Down the Rio Grande. The Rio Grande. Maybe she's in Brownsville. She's got some family there. Is that Gordon Lightfoot? She was always talking about the salty Gulf Coast air. I like that. Transitory impact. The president said the price increases were the result of an economy roaring back to life uh-huh. after the pandemic. The vast majority oh, no. of the experts, including Wall Street, oh, are suggesting that it's un- highly unlikely that it's going to be long-term inflation that's going to get out of hand. But by the fall of 2021, oh, it's kind of like a retrospective about all the, the shit show that we're in right now. Transitory, and spent more time explaining why inflation was happening and what. The- What else? And then I heard in my heart, Psalm 27. Oh, here we go. I read Psalm 27, just the first verse. And as I was reading, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The first verse. The Lord is the strong of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And she passed away. Wow. She just passed away in peace. It was beautiful. Oh, man. And this was a godly woman. And you could sense Jesus. Well, I always feel like a piece of shit. When I hear this and, stuff, uh, pastor stands up. I always begins, feel like, God, says, man, I have a, you know, Aunt Zelma Remersma was her name. Had, had these people are the local. She had so many favorites. I always feel I like such an asshole I whenever I hear these people talk. Her, you know, her, her best verses. Right. Uh, that sounds strange, but it's really true. He was born a few, about three, three and a half years before year zero at the point. But everything after that was called Anudana. There are people where we live who listen to this and, um, when they're they're driving, all of a sudden they hear stories like that, and that just like the the tears start pouring out of their face, okay. And then they're driving, and they start speaking in tongues. They're they're weaving all over the road. They're banging into other cars. People are dying. It it looks like a tornado ripped through, 
because the lady or the guy is listening to that and they're having like an emotional response or a spiritual awakening because of a story like that. So it's, it's, it's very, very dangerous to have that on the radio, frankly. Uh, there might be some uh, people that are going to work at the bus stop. They're going to crash right through them. They're going to be dead. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that we should ban any type of, uh, uh, religious programming on the radio. Hey everybody, uh, I have a, uh, uh, humdinger of a question this time. You got a humdinger of a question. I'm a fan of, uh, Bible Answers Live. I listen, I've been listening to it for years. I listen to the archives. And, uh-huh. All right. We don't, I don't think the, I've ever heard this. Skip uh, the labor. Give me the baby. Asked before. Um, it's, uh, in Matthew chapter 10, verse 23. Right. Uh-huh. Um, in the second half, it reads, uh, For assuredly I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Right. Yes. So, was Jesus... What that means is stay out of Israel. Uh, you might have the uh, urge to go there in a tourist way, but stay the fuck out. Uh, what I'm telling you is, when he shows up, he's going to kick ass on all those Jews who didn't think he was the Messiah. So you don't want to be there. Next call. Thanks for calling. I think that the, the Lord was telling us that. Um... Commercial free. Katie Nicole, Big Daddy Weave. God is in this story. Oh, it's your family one. friendly morning show with Jeremy and Amanda. It is 815, 30 now in Grand Rapids. Sunny skies today. We'll see a high of 53. And let's see what's going on with the road ahead. WCSG Skyview traffic with Kevin Richards. Unplugged one crash and got another one going now. Looks Kevin, like uh, northbound 131. Bill Gates. Okay. Religious uh, techno rap songs. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Jesus. 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 Come and pick me up, no headlights. Yes. B93. Uh, by the way, that wasn't religious, that That's last Luke one. Combs, I think that that was award, uh, Taylor Swift. were just announced yesterday. Luke Combs up for four awards. So congrats to him. B93's bits and pieces coming up here in just a minute. If you want something in life, maybe manifesting it is the best option. Uh, that's what a certain country started, and it's working. We'll tell you about that next on what? B93. That's a horrible tease. Oh, I love this song. Are you kidding me? This is the one where she's pissed. Fruity little drink because she can't shoot whiskey. This is why you don't ever uh, treat a songwriter poorly.
<laughs> I love the lines. The lyrics are perfect. And he's a thing that he's gonna get human beings that's ever been born. Hey, welcome to 94.5. It's different here. We play songs you've never heard of. If we know it, we don't play it. Everybody 95.7 Big Joe The Big Joe Morning Show Welcome back here to X's and Bros oh. Michigan Sports Network Great to have you with us Mike Reese coming up at 8.35 this morning so let's Why has he got jazz flute as his back with music NFL schedule with our best bets Cue the music Ryan what do we got over there yeah, oh boy. Exactly. Last week, Anthony went six and eight. Dan ten and four. I'm at eight and six. First game Thursday night football. We have Baltimore traveling to Tampa Bay. Who's Tampa this Bay, uh, one charismatic and a half point favorites at home? Baltimore. I will absolutely take Baltimore. Uh, I will take Baltimore also. I'll have fun. Rock you like a hurricane. Are you kidding me? Yes. Now is the time to get your bets in, and remember, with Caesars Rewards, every bet you place brings you closer to redeeming the types of perks only Caesars can offer. The boy, free stays, experiences, and more. God. I know this is address, just the county and and Sandy Red, and then it finds one near you. So, for instance, and I did that for just from here. And the Kentwood Police Department will be doing that. The Wyoming Police Department will be doing that. And other locations as well. So it's easy to find. Collect them all. Just go through the, you know, your medicine cabinet or whatever. Oh, give back your medicine. They are not to be used. There you go. And you can safely get rid of them. Flush them down the toilet. From 10 to 2. And all the info is on your mobile app. Who the fuck's going to do that? 100.5 The River. Hey, hey, honey, what do you want to do today? I don't know. We could go to the uh, apple orchard, uh, maybe pick out a pumpkin. Uh, Petting zoo might be fun. Or I don't know. uh, Whatever. I don't know. Take a... How about a hike? No, no, no. Let's gather up all the old prescription medicine and take them someplace. Oh, fuck that. You got to sell it on the street. The 2022 NFL Sunday ticket season included at no extra cost. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. This new Downey Rinse and Refresh. 
fight for justice. Let us be therewith content. Oh, no. It's amazing how some More. great Christians like the Apostle Paul could get by with so little. This guy sounds very young. And so many Christians today seem to demand so much while doing so little for the Lord. Oh, yeah. Hey, your priorities See what he's straight. saying there? He's saying, you hypocrite motherfuckers. Up for yourself treasures in heaven? Or are you spending it all? Right here on Earth. Uh-huh. This is Brian Nelson closing with a word from the South. You see, Brian Nelson there at age 94, he's making those people like, oh, fuck. Brian's right again. Damn it. Is a production of the Bible. I'm filthy rich. I should be. I'm, I'm, I'm walking. I'm talking the talk, but I'm not walking the walk. Hunger. And the Haitian government is calling. I'd shut it off. I wouldn't. I'd keep spending the money. But Haiti is a long. But everybody else. Nobody. Mojo. Come on, Reese. You're your roast a week ago was one of my favorite. Or go to selectquote.com. I'm the bomb like tick. It's the gray and green gauntlet. Yes. Here we go. All right, we are looking for caller number 25 to be a part of the Gray and Green Gauntlet. Good morning, Hot FM. What is your uh, name and where you from? Mallory, I'm from Grand Rapids. Hi, Mallory. Do you know your are for those who qualify? If I better. Oh, okay, girl. She's confident. <laughs> All right, Mallory. What are they doing? We're going to play the gauntlet with you. And if you get three or five questions right, you win 100 bucks for Design One Salon awesome. Spa. But if you cannot, Let's play. that pod grows to 150 next week. Mallory, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What do the groomsmen lose in the movie The Hangover? Virginity. That is correct. That is correct. Good job. That's awesome. I loved that movie. I'll never forget when that movie came out. It was so funny. It's still a classic. Like, it's it is one of the funniest You know, I've only seen it, like, twice, so I'm kind of on the opposite end of that. <laughs> All right. Question two. One down. You just got to get three right. Question two. What is the time machine called on the TV show Doctor Who? Oh, shoot. I don't know. The, I don't watch the show, but All I right. knew the name once upon a time. You lost it. I'm going to give you a couple more seconds to think, Valerie. Let her think. Let her think. I know. I'm, all I can, I can picture the, the police telephone booth, but I can't remember the name. Okay, so you're going to pass on that one? I'm going to pass. Okay. It is the TARDIS. Would have known that yesterday. Um, I have never seen that show ever. I never really? watched it. Never I've watched seen it. a handful of episodes. It wasn't something I got into, but All I knew right. it was the TARDIS just because I've gone to Grand Rapids Comic Con a lot. I and can't a lot take of it. Bring up TARDIS. Hips, lower back, and shoulders. Don't assume. In as little as three weeks. I was gonna do it. Well enough. Probably got some stuff in it you wouldn't find in a regular car, but in this case, it happened to our sister station in Billings. We're on the hawk there. Shout out everybody in Billings this morning. Shout Hello, out Billings. Billings, motherfuckers. Montana's dumbest criminal because he decided to not only rob a radio station, but for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trip around the radio dial on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Okay. Um, what the fuck? As I sit here. I have uh, a chore to do during the duration of the show. And uh, that what I'm about to show you is something that a champion would do. Um, and you can't really see it right now. I have to make sure that you can see it. Okay. Right there is a crock pot. 
Yeah. And that is uh, today's winning chili. All right. Uh, And I have to stir it because I gave it about three hours yesterday. And uh, then I refrigerated it. And now you bring it back out and you do it all over again. So hold on. I need to stir this. And uh, it's very important. I take the lid off. You see all that moisture that you make sure you get rid of that. You put it in the garbage can or the sink or whatever. A little bit more, you know, a little less runny, a little bit more uh, flavor concentration when that water uh, accumulates on the underside of the lid. Now I stir. Now, um, it is a winner. I, uh, I, I tasted it. I sampled it. It's absolutely exceptional. Um, it is probably one of the, uh, uh, one of the, uh, a batch where it's the, the largest discrepancy from sweet to warm. It's like, oh, in an instant, you make the decision, this is a sweet chili, and then bam, right in the face. It lets you have it. And I put a little bit more chili powder in it for just a subtle amount more of, uh, ooh, yeah, ooh, just a little bit, a little bit more than I normally do. And uh, I did that by design. So um, now any asshole can just go ahead and dump the cayenne and the chili and there's a, yeah, here you go. And it's just fucking burns your face off. That is ridiculous. That is not chili. That's fucking poison asshole so uh i was hired hired gun uh to win the chili cook-off at jacqueline's work and so basically i'm getting done with this deal and uh heading on over to jackie's work and say here you go here's your entry and then i'm leaving i am actually i'm not even gonna stay for the damn thing (coughs) and uh she says dad do me a favor I go, absolutely. She says, I want you to not dress like you do for the podcast. I go, yeah. She says, I really do not want you to look like a homeless person. Can you please put on some clothes? (coughs) And I said, absolutely. So I'm a busy, I'm busy as damn B today because I get this stuff done, uh, this show done. And I got to get a quick turnaround on the Patreon. And then I got to drive way across town, drop off the chili, drive to the other side of town, let out her dog because they're ha- they've got a uh, car issue right now. They only have one car and uh, uh, Justin cannot return home. He doesn't have a car. So I have to let the damn dog out. No problem. And then back here and get ready for the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. So all sorts of fun stuff going on. Oh my God. I want to say thank you to someone. I don't know who did it, but um, uh, I uh, coming up in January, I am running in, or uh, Diana's running a 10K and I'm running the half marathon at Walt Disney World for the AT Children's Project. Now this is something that every year I had done this. Remember every January I'd go and uh, I did a couple races for the ages against Logan and fun shit like that. And it was all in an effort to raise money for AT. So if you, if 
like a person like me wants to run in that race, you um, sign up, you partner with a charity. In this case, it's AT. And we have a big meal and everybody talks and talks about um, research on ataxia, telangiectasia and stuff like that. And I see a lot of old friends, but I hadn't gone in a few years. We're going this year. Now, the plan was run the Grand Rapids Marathon and then be in pretty good shape and then do a little more hard work and go run the uh, that half marathon and race and, and raise money for the charity. Of course, I hurt myself uh, with the chainsaw, but I'm, you know, I was, uh, I'm feeling better. And uh, so I'm like, well, do we go? Do we go? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's, you know, because once you sign up, um, you have a fundraising goal. And I'm like, well, you know, um, we got to hit the fundraising goal. And if you don't, you just make the donation yourself. So, all right. And that's fine. That's fine. But then when you go, there's a, you know, there's a lot of other expenses. You got to get there. You got to uh, pay for your, um, your, your uh, hotel and stuff like that. And I go, boy, honey, I don't know, man, with this wedding coming up and uh, I don't know, maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't, I, you know, it was kind of like on the fence about it, about pulling the plug on the whole thing. And then I woke up yesterday and I said to her, I go, no, we're going fuck this. We are going. People are counting. Plus, they. I told them that I'd be there because I MC the big dinner. There's like 500 people there, and they need an MC to kind of move, keep things moving. And I hadn't done it in a few years, so I said, absolutely, I'll commit. So I don't feel good about going back on it. So I woke up yesterday. I was like, no, fuck that. We're going. We'll figure it out. No big deal. Within 10 minutes, I get a notification that someone... And I haven't spoken about this to anybody. Someone made a donation through Diana and me for the fundraising minimums, like all of it. And then some to the AT children's project. And I'm like, well, that is who the hell did this? And it is an anonymous donation. And I'm uh, just can't say thank you enough to whoever did that. That is so incredibly sweet to do that for those kids. Um, and it's just one of those things where it just all worked out. So, I mean, it, it would have worked out either way, but I'm just, uh, I was just blown away at how it kind of happened on its own. Like we were just talking about all of that and then committing to going. And then all of a sudden somebody out of the woodwork makes this donation. So that is very, very sweet of all uh, of for whoever did that. And I would like to say, whoever donated on the uh, Mike Ball, Eric Zane um, race, which did not happen. I, you know, I'm supremely sorry about that. Obviously out of my control with the injury, but I, I can't say enough. Um, thank yous for the donation you made, the tax deductible donation you made to the AT Children's Project. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, that's where I'm going to pause. No, I take it back. I said uh, this, I titled this lawyers, lawyers, lawyers. And the reason why I titled that is because they are hard at work right now. I don't have anything going on. I haven't heard anything going on in the world of Mr. Freebeer. But I want to say for the record again, that I am team Freebeer and Hot Wings on this. I know what's going on, but I don't know what's going on. It's business as usual. But um, my own speculation, Joe will never see the inside of that studio again. That is my speculation. Now, I know as much as you do. 
But all I can say, um, without getting myself into any trouble, that after that Instagram post was made and then it caught fire on Reddit, the one that Rachel made, um, the company made a decision to get him off the air. And I don't know if they learned something new after that post or what, or if it was just optics. We can't have you there with someone actually talking publicly about this. And I will say that if that is the case, if what she said, and I don't even know if it corresponds with Joe, she didn't say any names. But you can connect the dots here. My God. The company would then somehow have some culpability, wouldn't they? I'm very curious about that. What did you know, company? And I don't know if they did know anything. Who knows? But holy shit. Do I think you'll see the inside of the studio? No, I don't. And I think that there's a discussion with lawyers about um, okay, we'll give you this amount of money and you sign this non-disclosure agreement and that's the end of it. That's what my gut tells me is, is going on. So how long, this might drag on for a long, long time. So if you are a fan of that show, begin to wrap your mind around the idea that for a, a little while, you won't hear anything. So enjoy the show. Uh, begin to uh, process the dynamic of what it will be going forward. And I've said before that it should be, if they are going to do a three-person show, don't go bring anybody else in. Use what you have. It, it, it's addition by subtraction, in my opinion. There was too many in the first place. Kelly's more than capable of being the content driver on that show. Just my opinion. Um, Corey asks, but you haven't signed shit. So why are you being gagged? Eh, we'll kick that can down the road. It might have something to do with that over my shoulder, which I hung up on the wall. <laughs> Did anybody notice? Did anyone notice my new work of art? I think I need to put it in a different spot, actually. That's what's going on. Long board nerd says, who can get us a close up of that? LOL. I don't, I don't think the resolution is nearly uh, what you need uh, <laughs> to, to make it uh, readable. Megan says, can I sponsor that letter? Well, yeah. My uh, lawyer letter brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. You know? Okay. All right, friends. So if you're enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I must say goodbye to you. And that's unfortunate because I want you to stay with me. 
If you're the type of person that likes to watch the show as it happens live, I do it every day at about the same time. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Just go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and then follow the instructions. You get, give yourself a wacky username and uh, off you go. As always, you can download the audio podcast wherever you can uh, download shows. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. So thank you to all of you on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. If you ever want to reach me, send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. I would love to hear from you. Uh, in the world of uh, true crime, this one might turn out to be a, uh, a TV show. A woman in Iowa is making a claim about her dad. This is her father. He's deceased. He passed on some time ago. He died when he was like, uh, I don't know, 75 or something like that. Well, she now is saying, hey, um, my dad was a serial killer. And he would uh, pick up sex workers, kill them. And then he would help make us as children bury the bodies or, or get rid of the, but he would throw them down a well. Now, when I hear throw them down a well, I picture like, uh, you know, a stone well with like a, a rope and you turn a handle and a bucket drops down. That That's what I'm picturing when the, I think that's what she's referring to. She said that the dad would say, all right, let's go get rid of the body. I mean, like legit. And then they would throw the body down the well and dump, pour some lye in the well. And then it would, that, that's it. I mean, talk about fucking up the water supply. Jesus. Lucy Studi says her late dad, Don Studi, killed 50 to 70 women over the course of three decades. Authorities are looking into it. She says that um, her now deceased dad killed dozens of women that she had to help bury on the family's Iowa property. As a child, she and her siblings were forced to help him get rid of the bodies in the well near Thurman, Iowa. Quote, I know where the bodies are buried, Lucy told the outlet. He just tell us, hey, guess what? We got to go to the well. And I knew what that meant. What the fuck? Lucy says Don, dad, would stab, shoot, or st uh, strike the heads of his victims inside a trailer on their property. After the killings, she said they would transport the bodies to the area of the well via wheel wheelbarrow during the hotter months and toboggan in the winter. 
Why does he need, why, why do the kids need to help him? I mean, how, how fucking crazy is that? That he would be so ridiculous in having the kids bury the bodies. I mean, and if you're going to be a good serial killer and you don't want to get caught, why would you, uh, 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 you know, pass the chores off to the kids? Hey, I'm going to need you to milk the cow. Clean off the windows and help me dispose of this hooker. I mean, does that really need to be in the game plan? Why can't you just, uh, you know, wait till the kid kiddos go to bed and then just chuck the chick down the well and dump some lie on it? I mean, why the fuck do the kids have to know? I don't think asking the kids to help you dispose of the body is in serial killer playbook. I mean, right now, BTK is in a cell and he's reading this going, what the fuck? How the fuck can you do that? I mean, BTK's kids had no idea. He was a great, great man when it comes to serial killing. In fact, when it comes to serial killer fathers, BTK is probably the best. For years, he would murder people, including wiping out whole families while wearing like a Boy Scout uniform as a pack leader. He would go on trips with his family and his lovely wife. He would murder and then have sex with his wife. He would murder and take his kids to the circus. You can't combine the two. Kill the hooker. Make the children bury the hooker. Unbelievable. Unacceptable behavior for a serial killer, in my opinion, to weave the disposal of the bodies into the lives of young kids. My God. Sean writes, Eric Zane's hot takes Sandusky supporter and now BTK supporter bullshit. None of that was support for BTK. That was simply pointing out that he, when it comes to being a serial killer was absolutely uh, a top notch hall of fame worthy when it comes to keeping his family out of his crimes. And that is appropriate if you are going to be a if you are going to be a serial killer, that is the best type of serial killer. Kenny, are you kidding with the line? Who is BTK? That has been woven into this show forever. I have been talking about BTK on and off since I've been talking on the radio, since that became a story in like the early part of the millennia. I've talked about it numerous times. Oh, he say, no, say the fucking name. Uh, Dennis Rader. I thought you were like, who is that? I never heard of that. Charles Manson. Who the fuck is that? 
ain't never heard of that. So this guy is like, oh, no, fuck that, kids. I need help getting rid of this this body. Uh, Quote, every time that I went to the well or into the hills, I didn't think I was coming down. I thought he'd kill me because I wouldn't keep my mouth shut, his daughter says. Speaking with KETV Monday, Fremont County Sheriff Kevin Astrope said Lucy's claims, the uh, offspring of the killer, are being investigated. We are actively investigating this, and who wouldn't? Uh, I would hope any sheriff's office in the state, if somebody came across this, would say, okay, we're going to investigate it. Pretty much any sheriff's office in, in any state would do that, except for the Barry County Sheriff, close to where I live, because Darleaf would be too busy trying to overturn the 2000 election. Sorry, that's just a local jab there. Not everybody gets that joke. Anyway, um... Uh, Where was I? We have a scene, but we don't know whether it's a crime scene, said the sheriff. We don't have victims, bodies, nothing. However, on Friday, two cadaver dogs detected the scent of human remains across four different sites on the property. Quote, today told me there is the odor of human decomposition in the area. The dog's handler, Jim Peters, told the outlet. You know how those dogs are. They're just walking along, and then all of a sudden, when they when they hit, they, they sit. They'll sit and like, oh, my God, let's play with a leg bone, you know? Uh, more work needs to be done to confirm that. I feel pretty good about what I saw from the dogs, but I'm not going to hang my hat on that. I really think there's bones there. The deputy, so the sheriff said, according to the outlet, it's hard for me to believe that two dogs would hit in the exact places and be false. Uh, we don't know what it is. The settlers were up there. There was Indian country up there as well, but I tend to believe Lucy, the kid. According to the dogs, this is a very large burial site, he said. Now, again, you saw the image of this old dude, this sweet old man. Look at him. Now, that is a, the, a face of a guy who... You would not expect this guy to be slaughtering hookers, throwing them down a well, and then making his kids uh, dispose of the bodies. That's a face of a guy who gives out uh, half dollars, candy, uh, goes to church, maybe uh, donates time at the food pantry, maybe a little Meals on Wheels action. Uh, that is a sweet old man. No bullshit. He murdered 70 hookers and made his kids get rid of them. That's why you don't trust anybody. No one, no one. I mean, and seriously, that guy looks about a million times less sinister than boring Dean. So what does that tell you? Boring Dean's probably murdered sex workers. Boring Dean could be anybody. Uh, I, in fact, I ran into a guy the other day who's not a former Zaniac, who I'm now calling Boring Dean. <clears throat> anyway. Allegedly. 
So, all right. As this story now unfolds, they're trying to figure out how long could it possibly take? You would think that you'd just be able to lower the bucket to the bottom of the well and get, uh, a, you know, it full of liquid and then it comes up and there's uh, fingers and, and labias and, and juice inside of the bucket. That's that's the way it, it ha- I mean, how, what more do you need? Hold that in front of the dog. The dog goes crazy, grabs the labia, runs around. They they The dog eats the labia while it's running around. According to the Des Moines Register, authorities first began investigating Lucy's claims back in 2021 after she contacted the sheriff's office at least twice. 2021, why is this taking so long? She told cops her dad, who died in 2013, would hunt for his victims some 40 miles away in the Omaha, Nebraska area and murder five or six women per year before dumping their bodies in or around the 90-foot-deep well on their Iowa property. Cops said, well, if we had 70 missing persons from Omaha Council Bluffs, we would have picked up on that. So if there is 70 people, they're not all from here. Newsweek reports that over the years, Lucy tried to alert teachers, church leaders, and law enforcement, but her claims were not investigated by authorities. What? No one would listen to me, Lucy said. The teacher said family matters should be handled as a family. (laughs) What? And law enforcement has said they couldn't trust the memory of a child. I was just a kid then, but I remember it all. Yeah, you would never forget that. The Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation is assisting in the investigation. Yeah, the the, the thing it's kind of like the story of the how the how the story of the week goes around uh sur- um well the past week surrounding whistleblowing and speaking out. You it has to hit the press. It has to hit social media before the world pays attention. The world is full of so many assholes who'll just say, "Yeah, whatever. We don't care. No one cares." And then as soon as the story hits the press, they're like, oh, we better start caring. Jesus. Wow. What a bombshell. All right. Moving on. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you ever want to help the show out with a uh, infusion of cash and get hours and hours of content each and every week, think about my Patreon. Now with a brand new show added, which drops every Saturday at midnight. That is, Who Are These Zanes? Where I listen to my old radio footage and Ben and I rip me a new asshole. Who Are These Zanes? Every Saturday on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of this catastrophe brought to you by FullHouseComedy.com. Michael Rappaport is in town this week. That's next week, right? God, I suck. I never remember. He is in town a week from today. Michael Rappaport, he has shows all weekend long, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, next weekend. The following weekend, Kevin Nealon is in town, as is Maddie Smith. For tickets to these and all of the shows at all of the Full House Comedy venues, go to fullhousecomedy.com. When it comes to mortgages... I want you to consider the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 
Reach out to Mario at 231-332-6505. Or if you need more information via the web, go to my website, ericsaintshow.com, and click on his logo in the sponsor scroll. Okay? NMLS number 3035. You can uh, get a mortgage, a refi. You can get uh, your first mortgage, your 10th mortgage, whatever it may be. Some of you may have to, you know, if your credit score isn't the best, he can work around that. Uh, Not everybody gets the best rate possible. That's not his fault. He will work very, very hard to get you the best rate possible. But if you don't get the best rate because of your credit issues, he's going to help you navigate that. And then once you get into your loan, you pay on it for, I don't know, 12, 14 months, get into a new loan because then you've rebuilt your credit and you get a lower interest rate. All the while, we are working on getting the interest rate lower to uh, after this inflation thing gets uh, settled and calms down and the dust settles and then we go back and the inflation rates or the uh, interest rates will fall eventually. Uh, not Probably not anytime soon, I'm told, but they will go down and that'll be about the time when you fix your credit. So there you go. Get into your home today. Quit paying rent to some freaking slumlord. And this, this client is open to anyone in the U.S. who's listening right now. And uh, with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. I kind of sound like I'm drunk right now. Uh, So anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, South Carolina. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Open enrollment starts November 1. Keep that in mind if you need health insurance because you... Either work for a company that doesn't offer health insurance, you're a self-employed business owner, or you recently lost a job because of something weird happened at work and everybody hates you now and uh, you can't go back in because everybody looks at you differently. So you, you might be lost your job because of that, you know, maybe like, uh, it was revealed that you're kind of like a scumbag. So you, you, you know, you were let go. You might need to get health insurance on your own. Uh, call up Frank Fuss, 616-914-4070. Call or text Frank. Frank's services are free. So doesn't matter. You could be uh, any old Tom, Dick, and Harry or any old Joe who needs uh, health care. 616-914-4070. My policy shop insurance. He's also the managed. I'm sorry. I'm screwing that up. He's also the social security and Medicare advantage plan expert. Frank Fuss. He's absolutely the best. Is Frank a nationwide service? Yes. Thank you for reminding me to say that. question from um sam the jew will you ever invite some random joe for an interview well i don't just bring any old joe onto my show why would i do that you know you never know what type of background any old joe uh has and you don't i mean no no i i I would not just invite any old joe onto the show you know Only if I could get in writing and certified by a notary that any old Joe would appear 
uh, on the show, you know, with all of the women he may know at the same time. Jesse says, I may need Frank's services, health insurance shakeup at my house, and it sucks dong. Oh, yeah. Fuck that shit. If you at your house uh, are not being offered insurance by an employer, that means you are eligible November 1 for health care from healthcare.gov. All I need you to do then, Jesse, if you forget any of this, just go back and listen to it, is call 616-914-4070. Call or text Frank, 616-914-4070. Please mention my name. And if by some chance he can't help you wherever you are, he's going to get you in touch with any person who would. And again, this is all free. They make their money. Health insurance, I should say um, insurance agent brokers from uh, insurance companies, not from uh, clients. Uh, All right. Before I bring in Kyle from, before I go take a pee and then bring in Kyle from Dumpster Divers, a&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579 for Senor Martinez. If you need a furnace upgrade, this is who you reach out to. Go ahead and get a couple estimates from any other uh, any other companies and then make Joe Martinez third. And then if he happens to not beat the other two, say, oh, hey, Eric Zane said you're going to beat this one. And then he's going to get pissed at me, but that's the way it goes. That is how you do it. 616-516-8579. He's also terrific for a uh, uh, furnace tune-up. You definitely need that done. Don't let that slide. And it makes so much sense. You know, it's kind of a dirty thing, the uh, furnace. And um, with all the combustion going on there, there's going to be a lot of dust and grime and uh, residual materials from the burning to get you heat in your home that's going to build up on sensors and wires and shit and it needs to be tuned because if it's not efficient it's going to cost you more money to burn the fuel that you burn and it could break down quicker so maintain that damn thing once a year you got to get your uh, furnace tuned up 616-516-8579 all right kyle from dumpster divers right after i squirt I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Questions. Would you let any old Joe work on your furnace? No. You don't just let any old Joe. You got to have Joe Martinez work on it. Any other Joe, something bad could happen. He could like bash it and do some type of damage to it and then turn around and say, Hey, something happened to this furnace. It looks like someone bashed it. And I could say, well, Hey, did you do that? No. Well, I saw you. No, you didn't. Chris is accusing me of cheating in the chili cook-off. I don't understand that. Just because I'm making it for my daughter to bring in? That's ridiculous. Sean says a year later, the furnace might be showing evidence of the bashing. That's exactly right.
let's bring in the legend. We've created a legend. It's Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Let's see what he's up to today. We will be able to get him on here uh, via Twitch soon, but we haven't had a minute to connect. There's a new feature on Twitch. Hey, yo, yo. Hey, what's up? How are things? Oh, you know, super chill. So there's a new feature on Twitch that when I get a minute, I'm going to test it with you. It, yeah, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I remember that you said that last oh, week, too. It's sweet, too. I just I just hit a button, and then there you are. has nothing to do with, um, uh, what do you call it, Zoom. And you can see me. I mean, like, we're like, it's it's like Zoom, but not Zoom. It's through Twitch. Well, hell yeah, because fuck Zoom. <laughs> Okay, hey, you know, hey, there's a there's a commercial on TV I see um, for some organization or company where it's like two dudes wearing uniforms and they're at some hot mom's house and she's like pregnant and uh, she says, oh, I, I, I need a bunch of junk removed. And he goes, just point at it and we'll remove it. And then she points at it and it disappears and she gets all hot. Is that what, is that what you do? Yeah, uh, essentially. Less cheesy, but yes. Have you ever been doing any type of work in someone's home and you got the impression that the homeowner wanted to see your ding-dong? Dude, to be honest with you, quite a lot, I feel like. Um, not so much these days because like now I'm like older and got a dad bod and like all that kind of shit. So I'm pretty much, it doesn't matter these days. But... When I was in college, and I um, actually when me and Emilio worked there at Two Men in a Truck, in, in that circa, what, what, what is it, circa, we'll say 2013, 2014, when I was younger and yeah. uh, in, in pretty good shape, it happened quite a bit, actually. And it kind of like freaked me out because, um, you know, in that line of work, it, it's probably like commonplace where, you know, certain if you're a mover, but you're also like a douchebag, then you um, like try to like act on that and like try to like get customers' numbers and shit like that. So like when we got hired, they had to like tell you like, hey, if you think somebody is hitting on you, they're probably not. But just don't fucking be a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> have any? And, uh, um, has have you ever had a man approach you? No, no. That, wait, 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 hold on. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I've had a man approach me one time. At that, I was at Meyer, and I've talked about this many times. I was in the parking lot putting my shit in the trunk, and a guy came up to me and told me I had a nice ass. Dang. Okay, so you just mean in life? Yeah, no, I've had I've had dudes hit on me in life um, for sure. What do they uh, say? They say, "Hey, I want to suck your dick." I mean, why does it? <laughs> Um, shoot, I'm trying to remember. Actually, I had one time, um, so, uh, back in the day when I was, um, like, you know, drinking a bunch cause I was like 21, 22. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of, one of my good friends, um, she likes, likes to go to the gay bar or whatever. So I went to the, I went to the gay bar one time and, um, I was in there for like, I don't know, like four minutes. I feel like, like I just got a drink right. and like. I turned around and there was like this gay dude like right in my face, like short, like really short and kind of scrawny, like 
like way too blonde hair. Like it was like the whole stereotype, I guess you'd say. Okay. But anyways, I turned around and he like said something to me. I was like, what? And he was like, he's like, yeah. I said, see, I can't remember exactly now. He said something like, um, whenever, like when I just saw you, like the ground got really sticky right in front of me. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, That's I was like, awesome. I gotta get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, uh, old, old school Eric used to get like creeped out by that. But I think I would yeah, have I, I, laugh. I think I would have fun with it now. Like if I'm at Meyer and I'm picking out like a a, a loaf of bread and a guy says, Hey man, I wanna I want uh I want you to put your penis in my mouth, I would say, <laughs> Well, if I was gay I'd let you, but uh or if I was married if I wasn't married, I'd do it, man. I think I would. I think I would. I would go that route now. But back when I was younger, I was a huge homophobe. I was like, oh god, oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck you. You know, it was just stupid. But uh, that is that's funny. That's uh, I, I can see that. I guess based off of everything I know about you so far. Right, right. <laughs> and as I've gotten older, I've I've mellowed out, and I I uh, I think much differently now. So I, I, in fact, um, if if I actually got a guy to give me a blowjob, I might actually become gay. And <laughs> so uh, I think I I actually might be a small bit gay. There might be a little bit of gayness in me. Yeah, that that makes sense. I can see that. Yeah, people everybody's a little gay. It's just not no one would ever admit it. And I obviously don't give a shit. I've been married forever. I mean, what do I care? But uh <laughs> uh so all right, man. Uh, it's good to hear your voice. I uh, I can't wait to get you to be able to see your handsome face. There you go. More gayness. But uh <laughs> what's been going on with you, Kyle from Dumpster Divers? I, I, I do want to say um, I was I, I chuckled last week because um, when I don't whatever you did when you called me and you're like yeah I'm I'm doing something else or whatever um, so I was in the truck with uh, Tony at the time and I was like okay I was like I'm gonna do the show or whatever and then uh, you were telling me what whatever you're doing but you used the phrase I'm gonna putt and I was like. I'm going to pot. Like, I don't know what the fuck he was. I didn't know what you were talking about. So, um, uh, Tony was, I hung up the phone or whatever. And Tony was like, he's like, what, what happened? He was, I was like, I don't know. I think he's playing golf or something. <laughs> Did I maybe say punt? Punt. Maybe that's what you said. I thought you said pot. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Maybe we were having tech issues again. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm punting. I'm going to punt. No, no, you said uh, some. You said like some topic came up, and you were like, "I'm, I'm gonna talk about the topic or so, whatever." So wait a minute, has that been on your brain since the last time we spoke? Yeah, because I thought it was funny. Just like <laughs> if, if it was like a movie scene or whatever, and like I just humped the phone, and I was like, it, like "I don't know, he's playing golf." Then like if it was like a sitcom, like the, like the cheesy uh, crowd, like the comp, like the crowd, right, right. they would just they, they would laugh at it. Um, all right. Well, uh, here we sit now, and uh, uh, now I've I've talked to you about joining me for paintball on Sundays, but you've you've said you know Eric Zane, I would love to, but the Lions are a big uh, part of my life on Sundays. Are they still, yeah. part, dude? They are still. I mean, come on now. At this stage yeah, of the game, yeah, it's been it's been rough, but I I still fucking watch them. It. It's just it's because like Sunday is like the only day that I can chill. I guess you'd say. And so then, like, it's kind of worked out where 
Um, the Lions game roughly comes up at uh, Jameson's nap time. So then uh, Blue takes him and they go for like a nap or whatever. And All so right. then I get to just fucking sit there and watch TV by myself, which is nice. How terrible is this team? How awful? I mean, I, yeah. I, every year there's another reason why we can say this is the worst. This is the worst. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, like things like we're okay. Like the, the here's the worst part. Like the New England game, we just fucking couldn't do anything right. Like it was like just everything was bad. Like the game plan and everything. But like against Dallas, we fucking like the game plan was all right. Like like. The team was doing all right, but then we just fucking gave turned the ball over like four yeah, fucking times, four or five like, times in a row. All those. Yeah, uh, if we didn't do that, then I think maybe we might have won the game. Uh, all right. So here's here's what's going to happen. They're going to lose <laughs> all the rest of their games, and Dan Campbell's getting fired. Unfortunately, it could it could it could happen. I don't know that. I think they're going to beat Miami, dude. I think they're going to fucking uh, give that to a fucking another concussion. He's going to die on the field, and we're going to win the game, dude. How about the fact that uh, they get to the one yard line and they give the ball to what's his face, and he barfs it up on the one fucking yard line? I know. That's what I'm saying because it was like what six to ten at that point. So. <laughs> We, we score that fucking thing and we, we aren't deflated. I don't know, dude. It could, it could have been a different oh, game. Uh, yeah. And I, I fucking heard that that was like his first fumble that he ever lost <laughs> in like his career. I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Holy shit. I, um, I, I listen now. And when you're listening to the radio on 101.3 locally, so you have these announcers and they're like, they, they're like, uh, like cheerleaders they're so like yay yay go lions go lions <laughs> and when the and when the wind gets uh, uh uh popped out or sucked out of their balloon like that uh holy shit they sound so dejected oh it's just <laughs> you can hear oh oh man oh, it's just it's incredible is that with uh lomas brown yes it- lomas and yeah. dan they're just oh god it's just perfect to hear the anguish in their voices, it's hilarious. Yeah, Lomas Brown, he, he kind of cracks me up because I've listened to a couple of games on the radio. His voice is like uh, somewhat like soothing, but also like funny. Like you know what I mean? I don't. Well, I think that's the yeah. top two things I would describe it. It's uh, this horrible southern drawl and something that you'll never ever uh, not be able to hear. <laughs> he always says again, and and now oh, you'll yeah. hear it. He'll say again, Dan. And he always says Dan Miller's name. So he he could get away with, I mean, everybody knows he's talking to Dan Miller and he doesn't need to say again, but now you will never, uh, every time you turn him on, you will notice how many times he says again. Okay. And also the word strength comes out as strength. <laughs> the word strength comes out as strength. Strength. Oh man, that, that fucking bugs me. Same as when people say milk. That shit bugs me milk, too. Milk bugs me. Yeah, and yeah, I agree with you. Milk. It's not milk, asshole. It's milk. Or pillow. I hate when people say pillow. Yeah, I don't want to know those people. <laughs> I don't want to know those people at all. Uh, I've got people commenting saying the dad bod is in. You have a dad bod, but I I think that you're you're awesome. I don't I don't think I don't I think you've got a perfect bod to get molested. <laughs> At, uh, at when you're delivering uh, or when you're dropping off a dumpster for people. I really do. Yeah, I uh, 
Here's here's the thing about the the current version of the dad bod that I'm sporting is uh, I don't exercise anymore because I ain't got no fucking time. Um, but you know we're doing like today we're gonna go out and do a, a we're gonna like demo this lady's it's like a shed but it's bigger than a shed but smaller than a barn right but looks but looks like a barn I guess you'd say. Anyways, we're gonna go demo. So I still get like some exercise like at work or whatever. So. I have, like, you know, like, I'm still strong or whatever, and, um, or whatever, but uh-huh. I'm fucking, these, I'm just slam like, the sweets, right? Like, I'm just snacking like oh, a yeah. motherfucker That's these days. Do. So, like, I, you know, it's like the dad bod is mostly in, like, the stomach area, which is okay, because, like, if I, you know, if I ended up with, like, a super-ass fat gut when I'm, like, 50 right. or whatever... Then I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna have any strength either, and so it's gonna be a downward fucking hill. But it's, like right now, I'm I'm keeping like a happy medium. Yeah, it's not it's not strength, it's strength. <laughs> yeah, when you when you get busy, all right, like uh, in work, so then you you're starving, so you're grabbing handfuls of candy corn as you're as you're working. So then you consume <laughs> that, and then you get fat as fuck. But what that shows to your significant other is. Hardworking dude, and people love that. They, it, whoever has the gut, no, they the uh, the opposite sex, or in some cases the same sex, are like that's a person who's committed to, to working hard for his family. That's the way they read into it. And that's why they they want on top of you. Hell yeah, that is true. But also, like on the flip side of it too, like um, specifically, you know, because of the line of work that we do, you really get to see like the evils, not the evils, but We'll call it like evil genius, like the evil genius of capitalism. Because here's the fucking thing, Eric Zane. Um, these trucks, you know, we're driving them all day, every day. So you got to get gas like pretty fucking frequently, which has been really fucking shitty this year, by the way. Right. But, um, so you, you stop at the gas station and then like you, you put the thing in and you're like, fuck, I got to piss a little bit. So then you got to go into the gas station and take a piss. Next thing you know, you're buying two little Debbies and a fucking chocolate <laughs> milk. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? dude?" <laughs> yes, it's so true. Uh, all right. Anything else burning on your brain that you want to talk about? Is something in the world, something in your life, please. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to tell you about this last week. Not last year, uh, last week. Um, this is what I fucking did. This is what I was going to tell you uh, last Thursday. This is what I did last fucking Wednesday night. Okay. And I don't know if you, I don't remember, know if you remember last Wednesday night, but it was like fucking really cold, right? Right. Um. So I get out of work, right? And so I call Blue, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm about to head home or whatever. And she's like, yeah. So here's here's what's going on. She was like, her. Our niece or whatever, she does like cheerleading, right? But she's like seven or something. Like, so she doesn't really do cheerleading. She just she fucks around basically on the sideline of football games. But um, so my, Blue was like, um, I said that I would go to at least one of her cheer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You you don't call them games. Like, what do you call them? Like cheer events, I guess. I know. Um, wait a minute. Now. Is this at a football game or is this uh, when you're actually in the gymnasium? Yeah, like at a football game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then then you're just going to a football game and watching kids do the stupid cheers. It sucks. Yeah. So so she was like, I you know, I said we we're gonna do that. So she's like, I'm gonna take Jameson and we're gonna do that or whatever. And she was like she's like, You he's like you can come if you want to or whatever. So then I got faced with the fucking like, you know, like the existential dread question of, Okay, 
Option one is I go to this fucking chilly ass football game and like you know do the family thing. But you know you get brownie points like, right. with like the family because like you're exactly right. Yeah. I was like, or option two, I was like, I can fucking go home and play video games, you know, and just also good. let off some let off some steam a little bit. I was like, cause she did say I didn't have to go. You know. Okay. What I mean? Yeah. Take that. And then what you do is you just drop the old. God, I've been busting my ass. I got to decompress. Do you think, do you mind if I stay home? That's all you do. I know. And so I fucking mulled it over and like really fucking went deep in my soul to analyze. And I was like, fuck. I was like, I'll go to the fucking stupid football game. So I know. Yeah. So I, I made a, I made a family man type choice. And so we went to the freaking football game. And so I had to come like right from work and I only had like my light, uh, dumpster divers jacket. Uh-huh. So I was like, we we're like sitting out there and I was like, and here's the thing, right? So it's like seven year old kids, oh, um, fuck. doing cheerleading, Jesus. but it's also seven year old kids playing football too. Oh, that is so and hot. So, dude, it was just fucking, it was rough dude, because none of the kids knew how to play football. None of the girls yeah. on the sideline knew how to chew. No, no. <laughs> like, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, dude. It sucks because it was, they like, it you know, bad. there's like no good plays. Everything's stupid. And then the kids, you know, they just sit there with the stupid pom-poms. They don't do any, do any flips or anything like that. It's all bullshit. So, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. It's a waste of time. Yeah, and it was... Um, she goes to Hudsonville or whatever. So I, the only interesting thing was that I was like listening to like some fucking middle-aged lady who was sitting kind of by us just talk way too loud. And she was like, Hudsonville is like the only school that like lets kids that little play tackle football. Okay. So like they only play like each other, I guess. Right, like, right other Hudsonville school or whatever. Anyway, so that was pretty cool. I mean, at least they were fucking each other right, up. Right, right. Um, because flag football is, like, boring to watch with no, little kids. You're right. At, in Hudsonville, they let the kids play football, and they let the kids, like, intimidate black guys. <laughs> and cross burnings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was... That was fucking, it was just, it was shitty. I was cold as hell. Now they did have, I will say this, they did have the fucking um, concession stand open. So I did score some hot chocolate. There you go. Um, So that did help. But yeah, I was just sitting there just going like, I was like, there was like a moment like right before halftime of like the football game where I was just sitting there, like my arms are crossed and I was just staring out at the football field. I was like, I made the fucking wrong choice. You did. You did. And you know what is coming? Because Jameson is what, two? Uh, He will be in February. Dude, make sure you impress upon him that sports are for queers. (laughs) (laughs) So that you don't don't have to go to these too long sporting events. I know. Me and and Blue have talked about it, too. I'm like... You know, if he wants to play football and basketball and shit, like, I know about those sports. Like, I can do that. But, like, but if he comes home and is like, I want to fucking play, like, I don't know, track anything. Like, track. Yeah, well, yeah, track. Well, I did I did do that in middle school, so, like, I, I guess I somewhat get it. But it is very fucking boring for the parents. I definitely know that. Oh, but, God. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, even if he was like, I want to fucking play, uh, like, lacrosse or something, I'd be like, lacrosse? Yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking know anything Actually, about lacrosse. Actually, lacrosse is bad. Like, it's kind of like hockey, but you're running. 
Yeah, yeah. Or, or hockey is another one, too. I mean, I like when people fuck each other up in hockey, but I don't know anything about the rules. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, all right. I got that. That's good. Uh, uh, point point taken. Duly noted. Anything, <laughs> anything else burning on your brain? Um, not, not particularly. I'll tell you, I'll tell you fucking this here, Zane. We are busy as hell. Um, we are, I'll tell, I'll tell you what, if we play our fucking cards right, um, and actually I, I, I shouldn't even say it cause I'm going to jinx it. So this would be good content if I do jinx it. Yeah. But if we play our, if we play our fucking cards right in terms of sales for dumpster divers, we might hit $500,000 in sales this year. Oh my God. That is exciting. So that's your... That is, uh, that's never happened before, right? No, no. Last year was like three eighty six or something, wow. and then the year before that was like three thirty. How many? How many actual dumpsters are in your collection? So we still, yeah, still have thirty, but we are we're gonna probably buy another truck and like fifteen more dumpsters, like in like December. Isn't it true that there's a actual company that, that manufactures those dumpsters that you speak to and that you, you like give them, tell them what you want. Yeah. Yep. So they have to like weld all the shit together specific to what you want. Yeah. Yeah. We basically just like give them the dimensions and they fucking make it. My God. I, I, I love it all the way from beginning to end, how it all started and where it is and how it continues to grow. I'm, I'm really impressed. Yeah, dude, it's been it's been a crazy, crazy good year. This has been like the year that like everything like really came together, which good. is all, which is why we're also working through getting everything franchised. So we're like, oh yeah, dude, the fucking the fucking playbook's solid, dude. You're gonna be like on the cover, like uh, you're gonna be like a Fortune 500 company one day. I mean, why not? Who gives a fuck? Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> that'd be sick. That'd be sick if like you're just like flipping through like. I don't know why you'd read Forbes magazine, but you like flip through Forbes magazine or something. And you just see like a, like me, like doing an interview yeah. and just like ask me questions. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I would talk in those interviews too. I'm like, I'm not trying to sound fucking super smart. I'm just telling you how it is. Yeah. He fucking it's dumpsters. It's not rocket scientists. Tell them to suck your dick. Right. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right, buddy. Well, I want everybody to call you. Of course, dumpsterdiversllc.com is the website and uh, all the information is there. You can actually get a dumpster online, uh, 10, 20, and 30 yards, right? 10, 15, and 20. 10, 15, and 20 yards. Sorry. Dumpsterdiversllc.com. Uh, demolition, junk removal. It's all there. Hell yes, it is. All right. Have a good one, man. Be safe. All right. Love you guys. Tell everybody I said hi. See ya. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Love that guy. So great. Look at that. His business is taking off. Excellent. Excellent work. Very, very cool. Very, 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 very cool. The world's dirtiest man. I have an update on the world's dirtiest man. The guy in, I believe, Iran... And by the way, if you say Iran, you're saying it wrong. It's Iran, Iran. Amu Haji. Amu Haji lives in Iran. And he's uh, known as the world's dirtiest man. He hasn't bathed in 60 years. He thinks that if he's bathed, he'll get sick. 
He smokes dung. Not even kidding you. Amu Haji is not his real name, but an endearing nickname given to elderly people. Uh, He died on Sunday. I'm going to show you Amu Haji in just a second. It'll blow you away. Known for his grime-covered skin and matted hair, abstained from washing because he believed soap and water would make him sick. Put a pin in that because of his particular death is raising questions in how he died. Uh, The question is asked, does he walk outside in the rain, though? I don't know. He has a dwelling. So I would, I don't think he like, uh, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just stays in his little dwelling there. Um, let's take a look. This dude. This is him. Look at, he's smoking two cigs at once. Hold on a second here. Look at that. I like how they're getting like up close, down and dirty. Uh, the, the, the personal interview with Amu Haji before his death. He's smoking three smokes at a time. Okay. So what this tells us here is you can never bathe and smoke four cigarettes at a time and live to 94. This is great news for people who want to smoke. Look at it says this is your lunch. There's flies all over it. He didn't care. When you live like this, you can just go and eat shit and uh, uh, rotted animals. It's a really inexpensive way to live. You piss in a bottle, uh, chug it down, shit in your hand, eat it. It's all good. You can live free forever. Wow. Four cigarettes at a time. A little bit more information on this guy. (laughs) Megan says, is that a leg? Oh my God. It's a foot. Kenny says it's not great news if you want to get laid. No, that's not true. I bet you this guy has more sex than you. Um, this is uh, an image of him smoking dung. That pipe there, that's all full of shit. I'm not even kidding you. It says here, Uh, Locals attributed Haji's eccentricity to emotional setbacks in his youth. You know, that could be like Chicago gangs. That happens from time to time. People have setbacks in their youth, like Chicago gangs hurt you, and then you do terrible things for the rest of your life. All hypothetical and allegedly. So there could be a scenario where someone could be any old Joe 
is abused by Chicago gangs. And then he goes down this uh, fictitious person and beats the shit out of women. Allegedly. Uh, Locals attributed Haji's uh, being eccentric to emotional setbacks in his youth in 2014. The Tehran Times reported that Haji also avoided fresh food, opting instead for rotted porcupine and smoked a pipe of animal excrement. Here he is smoking shit. (laughs) By the way, He's probably cleaner than the NFK was before I started putting him on a regiment of bathing. There you go. This guy is living the good life, or he was, and he lived 94 years doing this. There's more to this. Uh, Stevie says, wait, wait, is he smoking poo-poo? Yes, he smokes shit. He gets like... He lives completely off the land. I wasn't making it up. He finds a rotted porcupine. He chows it. He avoids fresh food. Smokes a pipe of animal excrement. He was averse to fresh food and water. Uh, His uh, story was the subject of a 2013 short documentary. The Strange Life of Amu Haji. In the end, it is possible that Haji's concerns were somewhat warranted. Listen to this. Just a few months before his death, village officials reported villagers had taken him to a bathroom to wash. It is unclear if the cleaning effort was successful. And then he died. After Haji's death, the world's dirtiest man title is now up for grabs. So now... Uh, the group formerly known as Zaniacs, they are all lining up to claim that title. The Guardian speculated Kalish Kalu Singh, an Indian who had not showered for more than 30 years as of 2009, might be the front runner for this bizarre honor. Here's Amu Haji living in squalor. Look, he's taking a nap on a rock. Here's his refrigerator right here. Here's the pipe. And when he's hungry, he just grabs a hunk of dirt and eats it. This container says something cucumbers. I'm guessing that's from like 50 years ago or something like that. He's look, he's pissed off. He's like, leave me the fuck alone. I should be sleeping. Flies on him. Holy shit. Here's all this shit in the background. He's going to be smoking this later. This appears to be a dead turkey. Wow. Uh, here's Haji with some more things. He's his, uh, all of his earthly possessions inside of his dwelling. My God, this is incredible. What a legend. Okay. The question I need to ask is, <sighs> honestly, dollar amount it would take for you to have sex with this man and lick his skin right now the powerball is at 800 million dollars 
you got to give me a true dollar amount. Now, I I think I go low. I think that if you offered me Hmm. No, it'd have to be north of a thousand dollars. Dan says, unfortunately, he sounds like one of the mentally challenged folks standing on the side of an intersection. Disagree. I don't think he was uh, uh, challenged in any way. Aram says, does Eric ever think about anything else? Rarely. Rarely. All right. So that's up. Uh, that is the uh, story of Amu Haji, which, by the way, this is not far from where my father grew up. Hell, um, considering that this guy's 94 and my dad is going to be 89, it is entirely possible if he has lived in Tehran that my dad was within a short distance or maybe even crossed paths with Amu Haji at some point in his youth. Amu Haji, if you interviewed him, he might say, well, uh, at one point, I saw a uh, father almost throw a man, a young boy into a river and that ruined me for life. I've been, I've, I had, that was my emotional setback. I witnessed this crazy dad almost throw his son into the river and the, and the local police had to stop him. That's what my grandpa did to my uncle Garo. That actually happened. And my dad was with My God, dad picked Garo up. and was going to throw him in the fucking river. My grandpa was apparently a fucking crazy man who used to uh, treat his kids, my dad and my uncle and my aunt, like shit. Who knows what setbacks that guy had? Maybe he had uh, run into the Chicago gangs a time or two or something. I don't know. All right. I have a lot of terrible stories today. In fact, um, I'm looking at the rundown sheet and... uh, Okay, we had serial killer dad, world's dirtiest man dead. Uh, yeah, I got a, still a couple more. I'm probably not going to be able to get to them all today on the free podcast, but there's the Patreon. So it, it's there's a lot of shit going on. Excuse me, though. I must stir the chili. Uh, by the way, all of this moisture just coming out of here. There you go. Oh. Fantastic. Thickening up the chili. Now bubbling. That is the Eric Zane Show podcast. Slaughter the Turks. Armenian sweet heat chili. All right. Hire me on Cameo. If someone's celebrating a birthday or just needs a good ass kicking or whatever, doesn't matter. Hire me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I like to, from time to time, go see these because I barely remember what I do when I do do these. Um, But every single one is one take. Like, I do it and then I upload it. 
very, very rarely will I um, do one and then uh, like uh, it gets fucked up. So I do it again. Audio check. Video check. dogs uh, one of them over here somewhere there's a couple more over here Chad has there's one over there Ooh, sorry and they're all and they're all doing something that should be done on your face and that is sorry I'm screwing this up. pissing and shitting hey Jake man listen up dude we gotta talk I'm out here with my 800 dogs my hair I'm over here somewhere. There's a couple more over here. There's one over there. And they're all and they're all doing something that should be done on your face. And that is pissing and shitting. Uh, because I've learned that you've got some real disastrous habits that make you look like a fucking clown. Uh, the word on the street is you've been uh, that you got like a fucking mullet and you think it's like awesome. And that's just sick, you know? I mean, seriously, you should be, like, canceled. You should be, like, one of these people that, like, say racist shit, and then everybody wipes them off the face of the earth. Except you're worse because a mullet is just a complete catastrophe, and you think it's cool. And then the word on the street is, you wear a red, white, and blue Speedo? What? What kind of an animal are you? Uh, you, you, you know, here, this is what you should, this is you. This is what you this is what should be done to your face right there. So the the whole speedo thing, who the fuck what are you Borat? I mean seriously, that's just or Bruno. I, I I don't know what I'm I'm tired. But anyway, I can still murder you. It's quite simple. All I got to do is think about all the stupid shit that your friends are telling me that you do. And uh and then I just have at it. I can just walk around here with the dog and talk about the stupid shit you do. Uh, and you're kind of a hillbilly. That's, that's, well, that's not so bad. I'm kind of a hillbilly too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, basically, man, I was just inspired to think about and talk about you when I saw the dog taking a dump. So, uh, you know, congratulations on ruining your life, uh, with your terrible decision-making, because if you're, if you're that bold to, to wear a, a, a freaking mullet and, and walk around wearing a freaking Speedo like that, you're probably doing meth and beating up women and other stupid shit. So, all right, man. Uh, fuck you. Okay, have a great one. Bye-bye. By the way, uh, the guy who put me up to this was Andy. He thinks you're a twat. Fuck off. Okay. Zap. Okay, there you go. This is a, a perfect example of how those go. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Bruce is 100% on his back right now. One eye is open, but he's sound asleep. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. That's ervines.com. Ervines.com. The problem will be fixed perfectly the first time put all of your vehicles into the hands of Irvine's 616-532-6600 a reputation built from the ground up 
by just treating the customer very sweetly and getting it right. Doing a good job. That was the business model. Hire the best people with the most education that they need to have and constantly upgrading that knowledge base because technology changes. That's what you get with Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. On the hybrid EV thing, you know, that's not exactly uh, old technology. And it's something that's constantly changing, especially in today's world. Uh, That's why the dealerships, when they struggle, they drop the cars off at Irvine's. Not even kidding. 616-532-6600. In Grand Rapids, this is a Grand Rapids, West Michigan-based business. Six, obviously. 616-532-6600. Kent County Health Department's website, accesskent.com slash health. Reminding you, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Also, the WIC program is being talked about a lot this month. If you have uh, are having any issues getting keeping food on the table or getting food on the table, please consider reaching out to the Kent County Health Department at accesskent.com slash health. They'll tell you everything you need. See if you qualify. All right. And the thing is, um, if you're like, well, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, what 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 do we have to do? Yeah, it's basically going over like amount of money coming in and things like that. And it's a, it's a fairly simple process and you can be, uh, in a better spot today. So call upon them. And this is kind of like everywhere. So call upon your local County, wherever you live and ask about the same thing. Uh, but, uh, the Kent County health department is very close to where I am right here. So they reached out to me and said, help us talk about, uh, the initiatives that we have for the community access, slash health. All right. Blue Frost IT is the managed IT service provider for the program, 616-285-50. If you or your smaller or medium-sized business have any tech issues, or maybe you're looking to upgrade your equipment, reach out to Blue Frost IT. They will give you a 30-minute complimentary consultation and finding out exactly what is up and what your business needs. They'll help you with your purchase for your upgraded equipment and help you set it up. And then they will become the managed IT service provider for you. What is a managed IT service provider? What is that even? Well, okay, that's having your own tech staff. So whatever you do for a living, if you have a tech problem or something like that, since they are your managed IT service provider, you give them a few bucks each month. You call them, boom, it's fixed quickly. That way you're not left scrambling trying to figure out who the fuck to call. Because you don't have a tech team in place. That's how it works with Blue Frost IT. Okay. I know that where I live, I don't really have any threat of um, anything killing me or ingesting me or eating me. Now, up north... Uh, Maybe you could have a run-in with a bear, but usually they're more scared of you than anything. It's not like it's a grizzly bear or a brown bear or a polar bear. It's a a little fucking black bear. The occasional cougar, 
once in a while, uh, uh, some bobcats, maybe a coyote. Very rarely a wolf. They're pretty, pretty much uh, free of any threats from nature. And it's another reason why uh, I'm so glad to be living where I live here in Michigan. You can travel throughout the United States and an alligator can eat a child moment's notice. Or even worse, country of Indonesia. Grandma will not be serving Thanksgiving dinner this year. Boy, I don't even, can't even say grandma. You never know. She was only 54. Well, she was missing. Now, in this part of Indonesia, when someone goes missing, everybody starts like side-eyeing, like, uh-oh. What could it be? Well, there's several options of things that it could be, but one of which the locals were thinking was uh, a python, which had been seen in the like village. So they like wrap around trees and then they like go up and down the trees and they kind of like hang. And if someone happens to walk by, they might like uh, uh, swoop down around and then that's it. And that's, that's what happened. And one of the locals are like, well, I saw a python that was looking like it was massive and sure as shit. The Python got grandma. Now I'm not going to show you anything like a body. I don't have that. I would warn you, but Okay, now I'm getting annoyed. Damn it. I'm not going to be able to share it with you. Everything went crazy. Picture a python with like a body in it. And it's all like the python is all like, fuck, this is a lot of food. You know, he's like barely moving. He's like, oh, shit, Jesus Christ. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. That's what this fucking python did. The woman uh, went to go collect some rubber on a plantation Sunday. Hey, I got to go get rubber. Uh, Side note, that's something that I never really thought about. I've heard people say a rubber tree plant. Everyone knows that ant can't move a rubber tree plant, but he's got high hopes. I thought that rubber was something that you like make. Like it's a synthetic, right? Well, anyway, she went to the fucking rubber tree, rubber tree at her home in Jambi, Indonesia. The, uh, the city is on the island of Sumatra. Her husband went to go look for her and all he found was her sandals, a jacket, a headscarf, and a knife. So he's like, uh-oh. Then they found the python with a large bulge in its stomach. They dissected the snake. Now, why do you why do you have to do that? I mean, don't we know? Why do you have to kill the snake? Police chief told the Times of India a woman was found in the snake's stomach and that her body appeared to be largely intact. 
Oh, my God. After splitting the snake's belly by residents, it turned out that the woman was the missing woman who had died. No one witnessed the woman being eaten, the outlet reported. Reticulated pythons, the longest snakes in the world, some growing as large as 28 feet. What the fuck? I cannot imagine. Ladies and gentlemen, I am out of time. I'm going to leave the, leave it right there. I've got nothing more to say to you. Uh, yesterday on the asshole of the day, it was Andy Knuckledragger from Team Knuckledragger who almost made me pass out. Today's asshole of the day. Who could it possibly be? We went around the radio dial. I talked about my new fetish of having uh, uh, fat people lay on me. Uh, nothing new going on in the world of free beer business as usual. I had some theories, some thoughts, speculation, serial killer, dad, world's dirtiest man, Kyle from dumpster divers, missing uh, grandma Python. So maybe the Python, I don't know. He's just doing what he's supposed to do. Eat things. Um, how about, Okay. right this is going to be wordy the asshole of the day from tc paintball the villagers who washed the dirty dude because they killed him he was doing just fine eating rotting porcupine smoking dung and being a filthy disgusting animal smoking four cigarettes at a time and they decided to give the guy a fucking bath. I mean, talk about torturing him. He, he talks about how he had emotional setbacks when he was in a, a young person. And now he's having uh, emotional setbacks when he's old that end up killing him. The time in between was good when he wasn't bathing. And they're like, fuck it. We've had it. Let's go scrub this guy up. Come on. Get a bar of soap and a scrub brush. Like that would change anything. You know? Jesus Christ. What a horrible thing. That is it. Thank you, folks. I appreciate you so much. Talk to you on the Patreon. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.